Down Minute. We're back. This is Minute 80. I'm Rob. And joined by Joe. Always exciting when we uh, turn over a new first number. Yeah. 80. 80. We've done 79 of these. This is number 80. Some and movies minute... would be over about five minutes from now. <laughs> Some. Not this one. No. Um, in minute 80, we have uh, arguably the uh, most quoted line from this movie. Um, but in this minute, we have uh, a Ringo Doc Holiday showdown again, or near showdown, sort of round two of their uh, of their battles, I their suppose. Flirtation. Um, and so this starts with, uh, I think, uh, Wyatt's like, hey, Ringo, because Ringo's just hammered and looks like a nightmare. And like... <laughs> He's got like I love when you see his hair from behind. It oh looks like the God. world's worst like bowl cut. Oh man, the hair thing I, I just can't get over. So I think why I think yesterday like, you asked about like where's his hat, but you I don't know if you've yeah. been able to review since then. But it's it's around his neck. Yeah, but why isn't on his head? You know, it's hot. That's remember Virgil mentioned that get warmer. Well, they're all wearing hats. <laughs> you wear hats when it's warmer. But they're not it's, on a three-day whiskey bender. That's true. I Listen, I'm pretty sure Johnny Ringo's been drinking wine coolers. White, uh, white wine with ice like Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe he poured his drink in the middle of our talk? Unbelievable. Yeah, I, have the, I, I always pour it, uh, it, which implies, like, is he recording in his kitchen? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So in this, I I like to think that Tom is recording from uh, a TGI Fridays bar, and like the waiter, the wait the <laughs> server just came by and refilled his water glass. Like, well, uh, why is that guy wearing headphones with a mic attached to it? He just comes in here every couple months and <laughs> always orders white wine on ice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay, uh, can I get a Riesling with ice, please? Thanks. <laughs> Okay, which back is fine. To this hey, drink your drink. I just pour mine in between episodes. That's shoot me. your shot, drink your drink. Um, okay, so I believe Wyatt says something about like we don't want any trouble, and then Ringo just flies off the handle. Well, I want trouble. <laughs> you got trouble. <laughs> just his diaper is full. <laughs> just a filled diaper. I that's a another like line I need to learn to yell. Uh, a quote from this movie. Just, why you got trouble? <laughs> so he screams it. He's just an absolute mess. And then he points at Wyatt, and he's like, it starts with you. <laughs> and then Wyatt says this. We need to talk about this line that Wyatt says. He says, I'm not going to fight you. There's no money in it. Well, mm, Wyatt... There wasn't a lot of money in the old OK Corral shooting either. Yeah, but then he's backing his brother's play there. This is a one-on-one situation. That's true. I mean, I guess I think he's w- trying to like demean Ringo to to kind of imply that he doesn't matter, and he doesn't. So, I guess if if they didn't know that, um, the Europeans have learned that uh, they've upset some people with their actions at the OK Corral. Uh, <laughs> this little walk through the town has not been uh, kind to them. No, they just public uh, opinion just, has turned. It was just three brothers going out for brunch. <laughs> <laughs> turned into this. Listen, we we were meeting Tom for mimosas, 
<laughs> and all of a sudden, this sweaty man came out and started screaming at us. Can you believe it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Which Tom is Joe referring to? Yeah, Tom B. Stone. They were going to meet Tom B. Stone for mimosas. I Actually, that's another fun fact. I don't. Did we ever cover this, that Tom B. Stone invented the mimosa? No. Yeah. He is the most... He's not talked about as much as he should be. Yeah, he's one of those kind of like, uh, like, like I said, like uh, I think I said this in an earlier episode, like a Zelig like character who mm-hmm. just pops up around in the periphery of so many important events. But um, he uh, was uh, brunching with Robert E. Lee. <laughs> he loved to brunch. And Stonewall Jackson. Yeah. Uh, just prior to the beginning of the Civil War. And uh, Robert E. Lee uh, had just gotten a shipment of champagne in, and Stonewall Jackson was bragging about his new juicer. And Tom B. Stone, light bulb moment, said, what if we combined the two? The mimosa was born. Akuna mimosa. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that a thing people say? I don't know. It's just like just (laughs) listening to you talk makes me hate Madison so much I and I want to like like I could just see you and all of your your <laughs> Madison bubble friends just <laughs> thinking like oh everyone in the, everyone says hakuna mimosa <laughs> okay Let's I'm gonna start, I, I am I am going to start saying hakuna mimosa hakuna <laughs> <laughs> mimosa I'm I'm gonna be in Champagne Country, like legit Champagne Country, in like a month. And I'm yeah. I'm if uh, when I tour, if I I think we're planning on touring um, a Champagne cellar, and I'm gonna be I'm, that's gonna really ruin my trip. Is like I'm gonna be looking at like all these barrels of like fine Champagne, and I'm just gonna think, I could have mimosa. <laughs> I'm gonna start giggling. My girlfriend would be like, "Why are you laughing?" N- nothing. You have to think of like. I don't even know what you say. It doesn't. I mean, it means no worries doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, has anybody been worried while drinking a mimosa? No, I couldn't mimosa. It means no worries. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we Woo! know a uh, friend of the show, Caroline. I'm assuming enjoys mimosas because I know she likes champagne quite a bit. Yeah. I'm sure she'll start adding a Kuna Mimosa into the thing she says. Um, Which is fine. Okay, so... So Ringo's about eight mimosas deep. (laughs) Uh, He was asked to leave. He went to the Crystal Palace and got bottomless uh, mimosas. He he waited an extra 20 minutes to get patio seating outside (laughs) with his girlfriends and had a few too many mimosas. uh, And his hair product just did not work in that weather. No. And then he stumbled out, and he just ran into uh, just the, the worst possible people he could run into the earth. His hair looks like what you would look like if you know how, like in movies, people have an argument, and then someone throws their drink on someone. He got in. He got into a drunken argument with someone at the Crystal Palace, and they just threw their drink at him. And this is this is that was what the, happened. The same person, the same person who did the hair and makeup for Rosie O'Donnell in that movie where she played a disabled person. What? <laughs> uh, like they were like, this looks like too much, and this person was like, no, it's just right. <laughs> same guy did his hair. <laughs> Why can't I think of the name of that movie? Uh, continue talking. I'm gonna look um, it up. <laughs> okay, so 
that's that's the, the mental state. I'm not going to tell you what I'm go- the exact phrase okay. I'm googling right now, but so, just just say that I would not say it out loud. Okay. Oh my god. So Johnny Ringo, Johnny Ringo just came back. He just got humiliated on the patio of the Crystal Palace with the bottomless samosas. He just walks down this alley, and who does he run into but the Earps? And he has lost it. That would explain why. He's like, why you got trouble? <laughs> He's just out of his mind. So then he says, um, he says, don't, oh, this is, don't any of you have the guts to play for blood? All right, before we get too serious, Joe, did you, did you find the name of the movie that Rosie O'Donnell, that you referenced? Riding the bus with my sister. And it's, oh my God. It's one of those things now. where like, there's a scene on a bus and it's not cool, and it's not funny, but it happened. It happened, and it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> and the only way to deal with it is to either sit there and and quietly say that this shouldn't have happened in a movie, or you laugh at it. We chose to laugh. We chose to laugh, and then also say that shouldn't have happened. And, and then, I, um... I think that's morally okay. In the next the next podcast we will do we do riding the sister. Oh my god! Minute by minute, riding the bus with my sister. No. Oh my god! We have. I would lose my job for sure. We have legitimately one of my favorite minutes of this movie. I love. And we're talking about Rosie O'Donnell. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to talk about my sister. Okay, can I I mention just before we get into podcast with my friend. Before we get into the meat of this, um, I can I do men- I I know I, I I know you like to look at signs in the background. Did you notice the name of the Undertaker? Uh, I noticed there was an Undertaker, but I didn't notice the name of the the person. the The name is C J Gravenor. C J Gravenor. Yep, that's a nice little punny name that they gave to the Undertaker. I like that. I wonder if that was really the name. Yeah, I did not look that up, but I laughed um, when I saw it. Okay, so. All right. Johnny Ringo says, don't any of you have the guts to play for blood? And this is when Doc emerges from the barbershop in that awesome red vest. He looks good. <laughs> he looks good. That's my that's my action figure, Doc. I want the red vest, Doc. Um, and part of the reason I love this minute is all the details. So you, you mentioned the Undertaker sign. We have the ladies' apparel sign in the background. We have... The barbershop with the little barbershop pole. Everything in this alleyway or street in Tombstone feels so lived in. And and so does uh, Johnny Ringo's hair. <laughs> There's feels... definitely things crawling in it. Yes. Um, and he comes out. Here we have uh, one of the two times this line is uttered in this movie. Doc says, I'm your Huckleberry. Nice. And it's so awesome. Val Kilmer kills it. That's why I have his art here. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so, <clears throat> real quick thing on the term, I'm your Huckleberry. I did some research into this. It's, I'm pretty sure it's just Southern slang for I'm your man. Like, you know, I'm, your, I'm the guy. I'm the one you're looking for. I'll yep. do it. There is an interpretation that he's saying, I'm your Huckleberry. Which is like a, it's just like another term for a pallbearer. I don't okay. believe that though. One, that's not what the script says. 
but also that doesn't make sense, right? No. Like you wouldn't go against some enemy of yours and be like, "Hey, I'll be your pallbearer." <laughs> like what? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna we're gonna fight, and I'm gonna then I'm gonna never mind. <laughs> doesn't work. Um. It and just, let's be, I, I honestly, it, they probably put it in there because it just sounds cool. It sounds cool, and the way Val Kilmer delivers it is super cool. Um, looks like Johnny Ringo's in trouble. He's Luckily, ten mimosas deep. His, yeah. diaper, his diaper's full. <laughs> his, his, and his he hair, picked a fight with the most dangerous man in Arizona. He's been riding the bus with his sister all day. His hair's a mess. Um, you shouldn't <laughs> say that. And Curly Bill, I don't think we could say that. Curly Bill shows up. His and, sister. And <laughs> Curly Bill comes in and saves his life, and um, he says, "I love how this minute ends." It's Curly Bill being like, "Don't mind him; he's just drunk." Nice callback. That's, that's all. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> callback to when Wyatt excused Doc's behavior. Oh, you know, I never realized that. Yeah, because uh, when they were at the the Pharaoh table, and he yeah, he's drunk. He's drunk. Oh man, Curly Bill. I love Curly Bill, and I think um, this is our first uh, week of recording since uh, since we found out that Powers Booth passed away. Just terrible. I know. I know. Um. You know, both from Deadwood and from Tombstone, or like those two roles, like are so iconic, at least for me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I mean, yeah. just like, come on, we shouldn't have done this. Well, we can't fault. blame ourselves. I I um, think it's our fault. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Powers Booth is great. It's sad to hear they passed. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, Bill Paxton died when we started this, and now Powers Booth has died, and. Part of it is just movies old, you know what I mean? Like this is not a new movie. Yeah, the people in it are old now, and it's you know he's not really that old. No, you're right. I mean, what is he like sixties? Late sixties. Like that's. I mean, okay, you can't be surprised, I guess, at that point if somebody passes. But man, he he's extremely he good. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I I think everybody who loves movies like you learn to respect those character actors who can make so much out of so little. Uh, Curly Bill is one of the great villains. Uh, and Cy Tolliver is such an amazing character in Deadwood. Yep. And like now, uh, like they're supposedly making that Deadwood movie, but. Oh yeah. But now what? Cause he doesn't die or anything at the end of that. Right. Doesn't he just get like, um, God, it's been so long. I don't remember. Yeah, same also, here. I know. I don't think he's he's dead. He's still there, and um, you know that that that's the frustrating ending of that show. It just sort of ends and there's no closure. And now, yeah, and that's what's kind of sad too. Like when actors pass, you're just like, oh shoot, I was like like when uh, Carrie Fisher died, and you're like, gosh darn it, she had more Star Wars things to do, and like yeah. that's the first thing you think, and you're like, man, that's not really cool. Yeah, I mean, I I know what you're saying, but it's also like our relationship with them, right? Like they are they are these they are these people who play these characters and these movies really like. And yeah, and I guess it's actually good because like when like older musicians pass away, 
how often do you say, dang it, I was hoping for one more album from, from them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's true. like usually like they're not making good work anymore, but you know, Carrie Fisher was still cool and, and still like, she was pretty good in a force awakens. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so, just yeah. all around cool lady too. And uh, Powers, Powers Booth was still doing really cool stuff too. I, I didn't really uh, watch, uh, what is it? Agents of shield. Agents I watched a few shield. first few episodes, but I, I'd never really got into it, but supposedly he's really good in that. Um, Fun fact about him that I did not know, he voiced a character in the game Turok. Oh, from N64? Uh, the 2008 version, so that was on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Oh, so. I had, like, wasn't there an N64 Turok game? Yes. I owned it, and it was extremely difficult, and I sucked at it. Yes, I did too. But I'd like to see that he was really, he did something for Turok. Um... Yeah, Powers Booth, you know, we always jokingly refer to our recording studio as the Powers Booth, but, um, you know. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, and as we go through this, you know, Val Kilmer stole the show a lot, but, man, Powers Booth as Curly Bill. This scene is a perfect example. I would say people talk more about Powers Booth in this movie than Kurt Russell, for sure. Yes. Like, obviously, yeah, you're right, Val Kilmer gets most most of the attention but powers booth is is a not so distant second i mean this the sequence perfectly encapsulates that right like we have um we have val kilmer's line we have the doc holiday i'm your huckleberry line but like curly bill yeah don't mind him like he's so much charisma when he says yeah. that and and, and to, my last thing i guess i'll say about powers booth and to go back to deadwood i guess but is like He's I I I really sincerely believe this. I, I there's those scenes where he faces off against Al Swearingen. Yeah. Uh and and the, like he he is an even match. How many actors like how many Ian McShane is such a like dominating presence on the screen. I don't know how many other actors can hold their own against him like that in terms of a power dynamic. Yeah, uh, and differently too. The way he does it is is differently. Like he's not matching Ian McShane like the same way. It's just sort of like a quiet, like like hostile confidence, I guess. Yeah, it, it's really, really, really impressive. Uh, and uh, well, you know, sad to see him go. And I really, really hope nobody from this film passes. <laughs> and nobody else because then i'm seriously gonna consider stopping stopping it yeah yeah because uh that that'd be way too creepy yeah i agree all right well on that note that's how we're gonna end this yeah, let's, happy well, hour. let's try to end this on a happy note uh okay is there anything else from this minute that makes you laugh i guess like i mean doc for sure would kill him right if this Oh, allowed to proceed. it would be it would be immediate. Like he's got that gun like he's holding. Yeah. It in his OK, hand. so uh, that's actually the question. I, I had this written down. And I forgot to bring it up. That's not fair, right? That he's holding that gun behind him. What do you mean? It's not fair about it. Like he's got a gun in his holster in front of him. And that's what's obviously drawing Johnny Ringo's attention. But he's also holding another gun in his other hand. Yeah, that's, he's just that's, that's not fine. that's dirty pool, isn't it? No. He was just getting a haircut, and and Johnny Ringo shot his mouth off, threatened his friends, threatened his best friend. 
His best friend. His best friend. And then decided, like, you know what? I'm going to have to end this haircut a little early. This guy wants to play for blood. All right. I, I think it's a little dirty. Um. All right. We'll be back to uh next oh, next week right next week we're 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 through eighty minutes it's amazing yeah do we uh oh I see we've I I I'm not gonna give it away but I do see we have well we have pretty much Huckleberry scheduled for the rest of the run here but I see who our scheduled guest is next week and the people are gonna like it yeah we got some I've uh, gotten a, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about his or her first appearance yes it'll be fun. It will be fun. All right. We will be back uh, next week with Tombstone Minute. Mm-hmm.